1: Here we go, here we go,
2: here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow.
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
2: Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. Um, before we go any further, um, we are in a position to um, sell some pigs through this podcast.
1: Sell so pigs? Oh yeah, 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 I saw this, yeah, Good great. see
2: this from our, our um, yeah. diversified farmer, Lewis Clare. Mm. He uh, he sent an email. It was, it was a decent email. Good story <clears throat> about um, some teenagers uh, and scaring them away from his yeah. farm. But right at the end, this is the, this is the thing. He says, "P.S. If any cunters are interested in buying a whole organic pig, they can contact me on mm. Lewis at RedhouseFarm.co.uk, and I'll do an IFS discount."
1: Is there a discount code? Pig code? IFS pig? Uh,
2: well, IFS pig is the code. Yeah. I've Mm. just decided. He didn't say that, but it is. Um, And and,
1: um, I'm thinking that me and you should buy a podcast pig. You know, like, in... You know that... I was talking to someone about this the other day, that classic Simpsons episode where Homer goes back to university.
2: Yeah.
1: And he... And they get involved in some sort of beef with the neighbouring... Like, the, the fraternities have... Have kind of mascots, and yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a, they have a pig that like a rival fraternity steal, or a rival yeah. college steal. So they do that a lot in American colleges. Do maybe this is something we can start amongst the British podcasting community? Because I tell you what, mate, I doubt the fucking guilty feminist has its own pig, well,
2: and, and I very do much, much doubt, doubt it.
1: Fucking, and I doubt my dad done a porno sells pigs.
2: I doubt it. What we should do? Can we can we buy an organic pig from Lewis, but then have him just keep it at the farm?
1: Yeah, so it's a sponsored so it's one, like but sponsor I want it tattooed it. with our logo. Can you yeah. tattoo a pig? He must be. They, they look perfect for tattooing, don't well, you they? Could,
2: you could tattoo, you could probably just draw on with a, a indelible marker. Draw it's gonna come on. off
1: eventually. They they roll around in mud non-stop, the mad cunts. But
2: it's, it's an indelible marker; they don't come off. Even off a pig, okay.
1: yeah. Alright, we're going to buy a pig off you um, Lewis yeah. uh, for a heavily discounted code because we ourselves are the podcasters so this is like a whole different level of discount and uh, yeah, we want to keep it I mean, I'm a vegetarian so I can't play any role in a pig. I'm not going to judge others who slaughter and eat pigs yeah. um, Is that what he's doing, you think? Is
2: that, is, are, they, are they being slaughtered and then sent out in
1: probably, uh, uh, yeah he'll probably kill it form. for you yeah, it's, I mean, he's not,
2: he's not selling them as pets.
1: Listen, mate, oh. this, Lewis has been someone who's been a, a regular correspondent with this show for many years, and I think yeah, we met true. him once at a Manchester show. And so, he's a good guy. I remember he, he offered me some flour during the first lockdown.
2: Some flour? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you remember flowers. there was a
1: flour shortage. He me and- some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> like a cliche i I got into making bread, but I complained that there wasn't much flour knocking about, but he tried to hook me up with some flour, so he's a, he's right. been a good guy over the years, but the truth is, and you know you can correct me if I'm wrong, but farmers kill animals nonstop
2: they're, that's what they're at about,
1: it I guess constantly,
2: yeah, they love
1: it that's why they got into farming in the first place, that and the digging.
2: Yeah, I just never imagined Lewis doing all that. I thought he'd maybe offset it, um, outsource it is the word I'm looking for. Outsource it to the third party. Yeah, I you do. Know. I
1: mean, I, listen, I've got a country cousin, and her and her and her husband, they kept a pig just out back, just like mm. one one or two pigs um, that they've usually got on the go. And when I take my kids there, very much city kids, fucking shit themselves at the sight of just a bit of mud, right? They're like, I go, don't go near that pig. Don't make friends with it. Right?
2: My kids hit sand. My kids hit sand. (laughs) Can you fucking believe that? We live for 10 minutes from the fucking beach. Jesus. Yeah,
1: that's kids these days, man. I mean, fucking hell. I thought I was a city kid, but at least I went out digging. Do you know what I mean?
2: God.
1: The the, the very idea that they would get their hands dirty at all is like, no way. To I haven't even fair, got proper grass uh, in my garden. i got artificial QPR astroturf. Ah,
2: uh, well, there you go. To be fair, um, me boy did go to the beach the other week and he came back and he emptied his bag out afterwards to wash his, his stuff that he took down. And he had there was sand in the bag, so he had been on the beach. So perhaps he's overcome his fear. So a bit, in Sunderland,
1: know. when it's sunny in summertime, mm-hmm. um, when you're teenagers, is mm-hmm. it like in those sort of American films like Jaws or Karate Kid where they all go and you go and hang out and like get pissed down on the beach on blankets
2: um, I guess so that's what I did when I was about 16, yeah, 17 yeah that's what I'm asking yeah. did you
1: all go down yeah, to the well, beach a, on a, it was I had
2: a mate who lived literally a five minute walk from the beach so that was our base in the summer mm. his folks would go on holiday so his house would be our base for uh, underage drinking and yeah. larking about on the beach it was perfect mm.
1: Um, yeah, until you saw yeah. the sign saying no larking. Yeah. Hey, la, la, la. what are you kids doing? Are you larking down there? No, mister, we're no, just, just sitting about. We're not just larking, larking I swear it. Well, just make sure you don't. I'm happy for you to sit there, but if I hear any <laughs> larking, there'll be trouble. I'll shoot you. <laughs> I've got the right to shoot you yeah. as well. It's a bylaw.
2: Nah, it's lovely down there, down there at Roker and Seabird. Um. What, we're talking about pigs. No, oh, you said that your country cousin and your kids are terrified.
1: Yeah, I, no, I just said don't go near the pigs. The pigs don't have names mm. because I didn't say this to them at that age, but it's like, Len gets very emotional about animal death as well. Like, very emotional yeah, about it. Up, well, yeah, And I'm like, don't, don't fucking even look at those pigs because, because those pigs be get sent off. And you come back next time, where are the pigs? Mm. And my country cousin's husband who is a right laugh, but he's very fucking country. Like, the I mean, first time I met him, I said, what do you do for a living? Do you know what he said? What? Shepherd. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's and not I, a real
2: job. What are you talking yeah, about?
1: No, but really, what do you do? I mean, that sounds no, like what, a cracking hobby, but what, what do you do you for real? P- he goes, oh,
2: I'm a fucking shepherd. No, are you PR or in, And something? I go, oh, what? You, you're content creator. What is it? What do you uh, do? IT, okay. <laughs> is it?
1: I said, um... <laughs> I said, uh, "Where do you live, then?" He went in a shepherd's hut. I was like, "Fuck off!" And he showed me a <laughs> picture. He was lit when my cousin first started dating, him, we're going back years now. He was a, a shepherd living on someone's farm in a fucking shepherd hut. The sort—I mean, the sort of thing that now your David Cameron's of this world or your Sam Delaney's with the feet modulus—basically yeah. a glorified shepherd's hut. Now it's your middle classes get them as an affectation out the back. But he was a real shepherd living in a real shepherd's hut. And... Someone's got to do it. And I turn up and I go, where's the pigs? And he goes, Mm. I'll fucking show you where the pigs are. So he goes, I'll fucking show you where the pigs are, you pilchard!
2: (laughs) You just walked in, demanded to see the pigs. Yeah, where
1: are them pigs? There were (laughs) pigs here last time. What (laughs) do you think I've come to the country for? It's to see animals and that? And he took Uh, me into their sort of... Some sort of side room outhouse... And there was just fucking bacon, curing. He, he'd made his own chorizo, salami,
2: chops, clash
1: chops, chop-chops, uh, chop chops, fucking everything, mate. And he went, there's the, there's your pigs, <laughs> you cunt. He didn't say that. He's much more <laughs> polite than me, but he might as well have done. There's your fucking pigs, mate. Get fucking ready because you're having you. them for breakfast. <laughs> oh, I was God, astonished, so- but that's that's the country way.
2: So but, yeah, I don't know, know whether people might want to buy a whole organic pig. A whole pig is a lot. I guess it would come you, frozen.
1: Yeah, you. Um, but you know, you could make your money back because if you, what you do, what he did, I remember, he sent it off to the abattoir. Yeah, they killed it hu- humanely and quickly. He told me, like he hadn't just beaten it to death or anything like that. Mm. They sent it to the abattoir.
2: It wouldn't well, even do ten rounds in a ring. No, nah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't do that. It's like it's quick. Anymore. It's quick and relatively <laughs> painless. And then they take it to the, to like a, but he had a mate who was like a butcher and they did it together. So his mate sort of butchered it, but at the same time taught this bloke, Ed, yeah. how to do it. He goes, right, this say, make a sausage. Oh yeah. If I've been, I've been oh, ain't that the willy? You just cut the willy off, didn't you? <laughs> no, it's a bit more complicated than that, Sam. <laughs> cut its willy off. There you go. Bang. Dead. Put a bit of flavouring <laughs> in it. I like them ones that have apple in.
2: <coughs> Do you think we should, if your IFS Turbo we're doing a live video stream uh, on the evening of this recording, we're recording this Thursday afternoon, um, I wonder if it's possible to get Lewis Clare on to oh. talk about the, the, the yeah. offer for the... Um,
1: yeah, I mean, we're feeling... I mean, I'm sat here, I'm probably the last person in the whole country that you'd want to opine or speculate about country slash farming matters uh so i'm just talking shit let's get him on and we could have we we, we can talk about the pig deal but we mm. could also talk about just um we could do a, a farming Q&A. I, <clears throat> I for one would love an ifs farming q a yeah but yeah. where like no questions are off the record, like and there's no judgments because I'll have some pretty basic stuff to ask. Well
2: I was I was gonna suggest anyway when we do this, this live stream that we do one of those ask us anything things mm. because yeah. basically we've got fuck all planned for it. So we mm. might as well just let You the, can ask
1: um, us anything, but you can also ask someone with more interesting than us, really, yeah. which is a real, actual living farmer. Yeah, you're assuming who he's gonna do it and sells pigs.
2: You're assuming he's gonna be able to do it though. He might not, He'll it's do very it. short notice. He'll do he it. might be shy as well.
1: Nah, he's not shy, he loves it.
2: <laughs> I've just took Oscar to his dog hotel because I'm away on holiday tomorrow for two weeks. So I've just taken Oscar to a, a, a dog boarding residence.
1: He likes it where, there, doesn't
2: he? Well, he's a bit reticent at first. I took him in today and there was um there was six of the dogs there. There's only gonna be four there. Were
1: um, you like go on, go and say hello. Were, well, that, oh that was sure. the,
2: that, that, that was was shy day that was the thing they were all bigger than him they were all bigger than him and oh goodness, they all just came he? running over and they're all like oh hello there new friend oh it's great here come and play come and play with us and Oscar's like they didn't like, start chanting.
1: Oh, fresh fish fresh fish fresh fish
2: <laughs> and Oscar's just they're all in the garden Oscar's running away from the mall they're all chasing him around like come on it's really good here oh, come and play new friend He's just absolutely fucking shitting himself the whole time.
1: Well, he thinks Um, it's dog prison, mate. I mean, he'll learn it's nice, but he thinks he's gonna. There's gonna be a dog going to like some really, like um, you know, a a staffy or something, blowing him kisses, going, "Oh, I like you. I'm gonna make you my girl. I'm gonna make you my bitch. (laughs) I'm a boy dog. (laughs) Oh, I know." (laughs) But not for long. See you in the showers, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, Dad, don't go on all the day. I think that stuff is going to pop me in the shower. And he holds a goal, baby. <laughs> there is there is no there is no showers here, Oscar. There are no dog showers here. There is there is no dog bumming that goes on. This is a nice place. This is not a prison. Oh, I'm worried I'm going to get shifted.
2: So, yeah, I've just dropped him off, and he, he, he was. Uh, he's off Chihuahua, so he was having a bit of a tremble in the car on the way over because he knew someone was. They, up are
1: tremblers, are they, Chihuahuas? Oh, he's a
2: trembler. Such mm. a trembler.
1: But it's a Go, nightmare on um, firework night,
2: isn't it? it your thing is, it's absolutely nuts whenever he hears any kind of noise, like a car door being shut uh, 100 yards away. Mm. The doorbell, he goes fucking batshit. Fireworks night, not a fucking flinch does not bat an eyelid i think he understands what fireworks night is about and that it's fun and he wants to get involved in it Also, uh fireworks night's all right jalapeño here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our iron filing society patreon offering for the
1: price of a pint and a st clement's each month you can get up to four episodes a week nine months before the rest of the world gets them early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tics.
2: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. You said you went to Halfords yesterday, Sam. Was it uh, content-worthy? Nah,
1: not as much of one. It just took ages. I'd ordered a new battery for my fucking moped. my Vespa, the battery just fucking dies. Unless you ride it every day. If you leave it for one day, that's it. Battery's dead. Got to buy a new one, you cunt. Won't even charge. Driving me round the bend. They cost 40 quid. So, anyway, I'd ordered it online. I just had to drive... To be honest, there are certain places I go that if I'm not in the right state of mind, if I'm not fully revved up mm. right and at my kind of peak in terms big of sam. My, yeah unless i'm not what what my wife calls big sam and that is not oh sexual <laughs> no it's not sexual believe me it, <clears throat> there's like big sam where i'm just a nightmare right <laughs> uh it's like proper all right cunts Ooh, <laughs> hey, here he is big sam. <laughs> here comes the cunt everyone listen to me then there's <laughs> Little Sam, where I'm just like, Oh, oh poor no. me. Everything always goes wrong for old Sam. Oh. Um, And he's obviously a cunt as well. And she just... <laughs> uh, they're both cunts. A pair um, of what, cunts. They're a pair of cunts, Big Sam and <laughs> Little Sam.
2: What's Sam like? Oh,
1: he's a pair of cunts. He's a pair of cunts. But what she wants, and she says she sees hardly ever... Oh, and what I yeah. want, too, is medium Sam.
2: Medium Sam. It's like the uh, story of the three bears, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this, like porridge is this porridge is too cool, hot. This porridge is too cool. This, Sam, is just right.
1: Like when I went to that restaurant the other day, and my veggie burger was stone cold, but my mm. mate's fish pie was red hot. And yeah. I've gone, we've got ourselves a fucking Goldilocks situation here. <laughs> I was so proud of that. <laughs> it's probably my proudest moment of the last few months when I came up with that to the waitress. <laughs> but um,
2: An actual witticism.
1: Yeah, it was proper like, I felt like fucking Oscar Wilde, mate. <laughs> I God. thought someone one day should do a book of of my fucking lines instead of Oscar Wilde's and that would be fucking in there. In fact, you can make that the title.
2: Yeah. Make what but- the title?
1: You, you're, yeah. it um, uh, Looks like we've got a Goldilocks situation.
2: Oh right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Either that, or we buy we buy any car, we bum any cunt more like, which is one that I came up with the other day. Someone tweeted that us, and when I read it back, I thought, yeah, that's good. That's good. That.
2: Mm, you I wonder down. if
1: lines like that mm. will be remembered in future generations.
2: Well, keep it for the next time we do live shows. We can include mm. it in that. Write it down.
1: Uh, So, yeah, no, but, you know, medium Sam is what I aspire to be, but that's not me, Andy. I like, as Homer Simpson once said, I like the dizzying highs and the sickening Mm. lows, but not the creamy middles.
2: And it's what your wife wants is creamy middle, Sam. (laughs) She wants
1: a creamy middle, doesn't she? I can see her point of view. It would be great if I could operate on that level, but unfortunately not. Um, Mm. So unless I'm big Sam, I really struggle to go to Halfords, I right. really struggle to go to Ikea. In fact, right. I will never go to Ikea again if I can help it, because when I went in 2012, it triggered uh, a mental health episode that lasted about three months afterwards. Jesus right. Christ. And I also struggle with home base. I don't know <clears> what it is, Andy, especially during the day. I don't mind it when they're quite busy at a weekend, because then it feels like, oh, hey, it's a bit of action. Everyone's up the like, oh, oh, home right. base, might
2: see someone I know. Right? Oh, you like it busy? I I can't stand that. I always go when the when like it's an hour before closing.
1: No, if you go in the week to any of those shops that I just mentioned, it's bleak, it's empty. There's a sort oh, that's of a, I want, there's, a, there's an there's an ennui about it. I mean, yeah. of course, it not having to queue etc. or people getting in your way that's a good yeah. thing, in practical terms, of course. But I'm not talking about practical terms, right? Are you talking I'm about talking about the vibe. I'm talking about the vibe and the vibe for me if i'm if it's the middle of the week and i'm in a halfords and there's one yeah it's a good battery you know you got, you know mm. yes but does it fit my vespa my vespa out like there i don't know you know it's up to you it's a good battery though me personally i wouldn't use that battery cuz me personally i've got a uh, a citroen and it's a car <laughs> and this battery wouldn't fit it you know so i wouldn't get it but people say that it is a good battery, you know. We sold a few. <laughs> yeah, we sold a few, you know. It's quite popular. <laughs> well, is it going to be right for me? That's all I wanna know. You know what? It's up to you, mate. It's up to you. It's totally up to you at the end of the day. <clears throat> You're the customer, you know. Fuck it out. So there's one geezer like that. There's like some weirdo fucking shuffling about probably just there killing time. He's not even going to buy anything. Yeah. And, it, you know, the shelves aren't fully stocked. Right. There's something about it. I just... It can really trigger me. So I wanted to <coughs> oh, just I get like in and way. out really, like really it. quickly.
2: I like to have that vibe. You know when Michael Jackson in that documentary with Martin Bashir, when he had that toy yeah. shop shut down, mm-hmm. just so could go around it himself. I like that vibe. I like yeah. to feel as though I'm the only one there. Like when you go to the cinema and you're the only one in the cinema. Cock, I can't get enough of that.
1: I don't mind that. It's just certain shops. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I haven't fully... maybe I should just discuss it with my therapist but there's certain shops I'm just like no this is I can't handle this this is not me this is this is triggering an existential malaise Mm. do you know what I mean like what what am I doing in my life why am I here where's the action at this is bullshit right this is this is depressing
2: shall I tell you where's got the best vibe where Wilkinson's
1: I don't I don't even know that what is it? Do you not
2: have a Wilkinson's down there? I don't think
1: we've got them down there. I am not seeing it. Hell. But I don't go they're to a g- shops match.
2: They've called. Get they're
1: everything
2: life. They're <clears throat> choosing to Wilco now. They're called Wilco. Oh, yeah, That's Wilco, yeah. I know Wilco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. Wilkinson's, and now they're Wilco. got to say, you yeah. must have a Wilco. Vibe in yeah. there is always spot on. Any time of week? always thought that. Any, Any time, time of, of week, week? Yeah, yeah. I think the vibe... Adjust to the circumstances when you're in there, depending on. I think the staff kind of know how to behave. Self adjusting vibe. Yeah. I try to get a similar thing going in our price when I used to work there. Try to get a around the clock, good vibe.
1: An hour price is the sort of shop where I look back and I think, yeah, that was a shop with a good vibe. That was a shop. If I walked into an hour price, it would make me feel better about myself and about life. Yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. but Andy that's because it sold music and like you know <clears> if you're in a record shop that kind of especially when you're a kid that just sort of feels cool just by being in the record shop Custos. looking at the records
2: of course it does
1: but when you're in a Halfords you find yourself looking at a fucking adjustable spanner set on like mm. a, a grim Wednesday afternoon and you're just mm. like oh man I can't handle this I'm suffocating it here yeah,
2: yeah. I think you need to talk. Mind, mind focus, you, I might
1: though. be having a midlife crisis because on Tuesday oh in the heat wave,
2: yeah.
1: in Tuesday in the heat wave, uh, I just couldn't function at all, right? I was just like, um, I can't do anything. I can't oh, even so much yeah. as look at an email. So I oh, sat on the sofa. I that's stuck, not- I stu- no, that, that's not the bit of the midlife crisis. Oh, this is right. the bit of the midlife crisis. Yeah. I stuck the fucking fan on, put on my favourite baggiest shorts. yeah. <laughs> took off my t-shirt mm. fucking sat on the sofa and I bought to watch on the new streaming service Paramount Plus which fuck knows I don't need but I took advantage of the 7 day trial right. a trial that I will no doubt forget to cancel even though I've marked it in my diary um, and I watched Oasis Nebworth uh, 96 <laughs> And oh. even as I did so, I thought, these are the actions of a man having of a 40 something man having a midlife crisis. This no. is how it starts.
2: No, 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 I'm not having that. I'll tell you what happened. You were in extreme discomfort, mm. physical and emotional, and mm. you just reached for a comfort blanket.
1: Comfort, it was. And your I comfort thought,
2: blanket was Oasis 96. And,
1: and the thing about it was, <clears> I wasn't at Nebworth. I did see Oasis a lot during that era, but I didn't go to Nebworth but it's quite a good film it's made by Jake Scott who's uh Ridley Scott's son yeah yeah and it and it was quite good because they did it entirely from the fans point of view so it was the story as told by the people who went so they tracked right. down everyone they had all this old footage of people when they were young you know just full of fucking life and excitement yeah. and they felt that they were okay. right at the epicenter of of the world at that moment because it was so Oasis were at their absolute peak. It was the biggest concert ever in this country. Mm. Everything. Well, you know, look, Euro 96. It
2: is, was. Yeah. Is
1: the simple way of explaining it. Euro 96. Uh, it was the Euro 96 vibe. I can tell you that in the summer of 96, I could have walked into any home base, Ikea or Halfords with mm. absolute ease. And, and, felt, and yeah. felt sensational. Yeah. I would have felt... As Oasis would put it, supersonic in any situation, right? Mm. But that was the summer of 96. And so they had these lovely, vibrant, amazing young people who'd come from all over the country, and they had old footage of them. Someone had been going around in the crowd, you know, doing Vox Pops with them. And the Mm. filmmakers have gone back and found them somehow, right? And they don't show them today, which is good, because no one wants to see what they look like now. It's depressing.
2: It'd be bad, yeah, probably.
1: And, and so j- they have them on camera then talking, but then they have their voiceover now just talking about their memories of the time. And, and so it's kind of like whether you like Oasis or not, and even if you were not, maybe even if you weren't from the, of the 90s like us, that sort of thing where you've just got young people in a moment that felt magical looking back on it in a very positive way like there was no kind of bleak oh yeah it seemed great at the time but now nah, life's shit now mm. <laughs> right now I spend all my time going to fucking Alfred's to pick up batteries for my fucking moped which keep breaking down and that's pretty much the highlight of my week that <laughs>
2: and podcasting in my shed <laughs> it's, <depressing> now. <laughs> it's
1: not like that kind of vibe it's just right. people looking back on great glorious moments of their youth and I think whatever age you are, whatever era you grew up in, there'll be a bit that you can relate to. But it's pro- yeah. it is problematic because for a, a, a washed up 40 something cunt like me, you can sit there and think, fuck this. Look at all this responsibility I'm surrounded by. Bills, mm. taxes, children, wives, cats. I'm going on a road trip. Fuck this. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking going wild. I'm yeah. going back to the 90s.
2: Yeah. In a time machine.
1: I'm going in a fucking 90s time machine.
2: Right. No, that's all you've done. You've just, you've just reached for a comfort blanket. That's all it was. Don't worry mm. about it. I I'm enjoyed sure. it, mate. You, you, you're feeling all right now, now the heat's gone down a little
1: I, bit? I don't have... Yeah, now, it's... I'm talking to you on Thursday afternoon. It's two days later. And yeah. uh, I'm not feeling midlife crisis-like at all. Yeah. Um,
2: there you go. Don't worry, then.
1: Yeah. So there, was a, there was one bit where, like, Noel Gallagher's voice comes on it. The... the, the the Gallaghers aren't really in it there's a few quotes from them that are on there talking about it Mm. and they've basically watched it back and it's just their responses to watching it back and Noel Gallagher goes you know what the amazing thing is about it he goes everyone is so in the moment look at that crowd it was a fucking vast crowd I'm glad I did I'm looking at it and I'm fucking glad I didn't go today. it looks like a nightmare (laughs) <laughs> yeah. To, in one sense there's just so many people it was fucking huge mm. right I mean I had mates there and a couple of them passed out because it was like so hot and intense you know yeah. and everyone was obviously smashed and uh, I was looking at it and he goes look he said the thing about it is there's not a single phone he goes now whenever we do gigs anywhere all there is is phones no one's in the yeah. moment he went and that was just before phones took off and Mm. everyone has just fucking got their eyes on the stage and we're all kind of sharing this moment together and he said that it's not the most unique sort of observation or insight although it is true um and as he said it do you know what i was doing i was really engaged in this film i liked it (laughs) i was looking at my phone yeah and I, i do that even when i'm really really enjoying something yeah and that is a big problem.
2: Yeah, completely agree. I, I saw Bob Dylan's doing some shows later in the year and he's mm. doing a thing where other acts have done it where you've got to put your phone in a lockable case. You get to keep your phone, right. but they put it in a lockable case. You can't use your phone during the gig. <laughs> and if you need to use it in an emergency, you've got to go to the foyer or whatever and they'll unlock the phone for you so you can use it. But you can't use it in the in the venue i think jack white's done it as well i think chris rock's done it as well i think that's yeah that's, i understand
1: that's, artists feeling that way yeah that said if you come to any of our shows do what you want as long as you're fucking paid my attitude yeah, to I'm, our audience at our shows is if you're fucking paid do what you want turn your back to us if you want as long yeah. as your money is in our account you can have a wank for all i care right start reading um, the fucking paper
2: we're going to be selling organic pigs in the fucking 4 year hour next to us. So, you know, whatever, yeah, anything so, goes.
1: You know, as long as you bought a ticket, it's your, you're the customer. You're the customer, yeah. you know. No, it's a good podcast, you know. Me personally, I prefer listening to uh, Football Weekly, the Guardian one, you know, with uh, Max and Barry. But, you know, Tough Flight like Time Machine, some people do like it, you know. It's a decent podcast. I, per, me personally, I haven't heard it. But I hear it's quite funny, you know.
2: oh god right we'll leave it there because we've got to rattle through a bunch of episodes to pre-record to cover uh, holidays and shit so thanks for listening and goodbye goodbye